I just got done recording Reform Jellical, our episode nine with A.D. Robles and myself. And it is a great show. I absolutely love it. If you haven't checked it, checked it out, you should definitely do it. So I'm on the road recording. I'm, I mean, I'm on the road traveling and I'm recording on the road. And so I had I used my PC laptop. I have a PC and I have a Mac. And I use the PC because it just has higher processing power. And I thought that that was going to be the smarter choice. And then I looked at the video and it turns out, it turns out that the camera on it is just absolutely horrible. So if you go look at Reform Jellical episode nine, that came out today. You'll see on our YouTube channel that I'm super like out of focus or whatever. Oh my goodness. Mac, you know, say what you will about them. And I definitely have my tiffs with the good old Tim Cook. But their products are refined and excellent and usually far better than anything that you get just out of a box from a PC. So I will tip my hat to that. For those of you who are watching How to Build a Tent, that is what the show is. My name is Matt Williams. Might as well say that right now. For those of you who are watching How to Build a Tent on the YouTube channels, I apologize for the next three, maybe four shows are going to be just audio only. Strictly because I'm on the road and where I'm staying does not have a lot of good lighting and it just looks hideous and I don't want to make the same mistakes I did on Reform Jellicle. So this is just going to be audio, but we will do video again. For those of you who listen to podcasts or wherever you listen to them, don't worry, I'm not putting the video back. I got all of your messages. I heard your guys' request to go back to audio and it looks like we are doing that. So that is what's in store. We have a lot of numbers coming out this week. We've already had some. We're waiting for the non-farm payroll numbers to come out. I'm going to talk about the difference between those and the numbers that already came out, the ADP. And I will say this, that one of the numbers that did come out besides that was the jobless claims. 203,000 jobless claims expecting 215,000. So whenever it comes below the number expected, that's a good sign because less people are claiming the benefits of being jobless, unemployment and such. So that is a really good sign. But the the number that came out for the ADP number was 67,000. The expectation was 150,000. Now we'll see what the non-farm payroll numbers are. It's some more similar to that. Or if it's going to be a better, it's going to be closer to what the expectations are. And just to give you a point of reference, 67,000, not only is that less than half of what we were expecting, but it hasn't been that low, that slow of growth since May. So it's been a long time. And when the CNBC article that I was reading about it was blaming the trade war, which possibly could be something to do with it. It definitely does. Every war has a cost. If it's a trade war or real war, cold war, hot war, all wars have a cost. They all do. It's true. But the leading thing, the leading driver that should be discussed and mentioned is the GMC strike. See, the interesting thing about the ADP, and we'll get back to this in a second, when talking about the difference between ADP and the non-farm payrolls, is that it doesn't include the GM strike, which takes 50,000 jobs out of the the uh, equation. So just adding 50,000 jobs back in will give you 117,000 jobs. Now, that is still a miss, 
but there are other factors that go into play. So what this report says, and again, we're getting the non-farm payroll official numbers out. Maybe they already came out by the time you're listening to this, but as I'm recording this the day before on a Thursday, they haven't come out yet. But this is what it looks like. There was a loss of 15,000 jobs in trade transportation utilities, 18, or I'm sorry, 8,000 loss in information services. For businesses under 20 employees, there was a loss of 15,000 jobs, which is interesting because we want our small businesses to do well. So that, that is something I would like to drill into a little more. We gained 39,000 jobs in the health services education sectors, 28,000 in professional business services, 18,000 leisure and hospitality, and 11,000 Wall Street. So those are high-paying jobs. Those are good jobs. It's very interesting. I, I'm kind of wondering, when do we get to a point of full employment? And if we are a truly at a place of full employment, I would imagine, even if the economy is going well, we're not going to be adding a lot of jobs or as much of jobs as we are from a recovery from a recession. Not that I'm giving an excuse. I don't know if that is the reason or not. I'm not trying to make excuses for the Trump economy. But the economy just feels strong. Doesn't it feel strong to you? You you read the headlines, you read the news, and you know that it's biased. You know that it's bent, and it's trying to make it sound worse than it is, especially in an election year. But when you look around, when you look at your business, when you look at other people, you look at what, people are spending disposable income, what businesses are investing in, that businesses are increasing their investment in capital. It feels pretty good, doesn't it? I mean, our confidence should be pretty good as long as we're not listening to the media. So I think we're actually in a pretty good spot. So what is the ADP? That is the number that we were just discussing where the 67,000 number came from the miss of 150,000. The first Thursday of each month is when these numbers come out and it basically it's measuring the private sector payrolls report it's released by human resources and management software services provider automatic data processing one why it's called the adp that's traded on the nasdaq the department of labor's monthly non-farm payrolls report is what comes uh later in the week invariably the most uh, so i'm sorry so the reports are coming out and they're tiered throughout the week the adp report that just came out is based on data from the ADP's payroll files and is processed by Moody's Analytics. So ADP payment processing software reporting is processed by Moody's Analytics, and that's where these numbers come from. Processing includes several steps, including removal of outliers, identifying clients by industry and company size in order to combine the individual client data into industries and company size. The creation of the match pairs seasonal adjustment and adjustment to match the industry and size distribution of the BLS employment data. Now, I don't expect you to understand what all that means. And I'm that is not the point of me reading that is so that you will be able to regurgitate that. But the simple point, I'm trying to click on a light if you hear that. Oh, no, it just turned off. Uh, the point of that is that these numbers are manipulated. Now, there isn't a exact science that means that every manipulation isn't accurate it isn't necessarily the way it should be but that these numbers are purposefully manipulated for good or for worse so it doesn't necessarily reflect what the actual numbers are because they're taking things that they consider to be outliers they're taking out industry standards company size and those things so that number may get a market reaction in your portfolios in your stocks that you're looking at but it doesn't mean that it is actually what 
is the true number, the non-farm payrolls that is coming out today or Friday or last Friday, if you're listening to this later in the week or next week. The analysis, the relationship between the ADP and the NFP surveys over a three-year period show that only less than one-fourth of one time of the time, I'm sorry, one-fourth of the time the ADP numbers and the NFP numbers come out within plus or minus 10 percentage points of each other. So that means that there is a 10% margin of error that is only a hit one-fourth of the time. So usually it's more than that. Three quarters of the time, the difference is more than that, according to this statistic. So I think that we should be dismissing the ADP personally and just waiting for the non-farm payrolls to really see what's going on, especially in the context that the weekly jobless claim is being better than expected as well. I don't think we are in desperate times in a place where we are going to be in a recession. And that's not just because I am never voting for a Democrat. That is just my honest sense of things. So what is more fancy than a Porsche? We're going to talk about that right after our sponsor read. Our sponsor Skillshare. They give you on-demand training classes to improve your skills, to fuel your creativity, to kindle that fire. If you're looking for a side hustle, if you're looking to increase the value that you can provide to your employer, if you're looking for more ways to make money, Skillshare can give you the skills. It's an online learning community for the creator and all of us. They have thousands of classes in graphic design, photography, creative writing, UX, UI, production, music production, film and video, market freelancing, entrepreneurship, all great resources that you could be investing in yourself. These classes are on demand so you can learn at your own pace, get inspired to join a class and create something you'll love. I love the entrepreneurial classes. I love the community feel that you have with these. You can work with other people with other classes. It's a really great resource that you can do on your time. I mean, on your own time. You're busy, you got family, you have your work, you have all these things, but there's millions of people that are taking advantage of these online courses and you should too. You got a killer deal right now. Join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare and get two months free when you sign up at Skillshare.com slash HTBT. Two whole months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free. Get started today by heading to Skillshare.com slash HTBT. Sign up Skillshare.com slash HTBT. The show notes has the link for you if you don't want to type that in yourself. I make it super easy for you. All right, so what's more fancy than a Porsche? A flying Porsche. A flying Porsche. Daimler, Porsche, Toyota are working on the EVTOL. What is that going to be? EVOTOL? That is Electric Vertical Takeoff and Landing Aircraft. Now, Dubai has already a limited pilot that is going on. It's called the Volocopter. Daimler is using that. It's electric two per two passenger. It kind of almost looks like half half a droid. I mean drone, droid, half drone, half electric vehicle. It is actually pretty cool, but uh, that's already happening. So what is happening after the automated vehicle is going to be the automated flying vehicle? It looks like. And what a crazy world that we're going to be living in. It's going to be like that show Minority Report, but with I guess they weren't even flying vehicles in that time, but it's very futuristic. So we have Amazon talked about a couple a couple shows ago that is going to start 
rolling out drones, has invested heavily with drones that is going to promise to deliver your packages within 30 minutes. That is faster than you could go to the store yourself with the drone rollout. And also, you're going to have these companies coming out with flying cars. And this is going to make things pretty busy. So what are we going to do? What is the solution? Well, I will tell you what the solution is from a government and big business perspective. See, these big companies are not just spending money on developing these cars, but what they do as well is they pay lobbyists to go and lobby the FAA to lobby other government agencies that are going to look to regulate this because you know there needs to be some kind of regulation or maybe there doesn't need to be for those of you libertarians out there. It'd be interesting to hear your thoughts on that. Do we need an FAA regulating flight at all? Should they be regulating these drones? I mean, imagine how many drones are going to be out there with the ability for Amazon to deliver packages within 30 minutes, how much sales are going to increase for them? It's going to be astronomical. So you're going to have all these drones flying around. You're going to have private drones from individuals with their toy drones. You're going to have business drones. And then you're going to have these self-driving flying cars, flying helicopters that are going to be able to pick you up like Uber. Uber's investing in these cars, I know, or these flying vehicles, whatever you want to call them. So what is the way that we get to a place where it's safe or there's not going to be crashes? Is that the FAA? Or is that private enterprise? So from my perspective of being part of a large corporation that has been part of these lobbying efforts, this is what happens. We have large companies that have interests, the Porsches, the Daimlers, and uh, Toyotas, who hire people that have relationships with lawmakers that will be trying to get the laws passed that benefit them, that will make it conducive for them to sell, to work, and then sometimes create barriers of entry so smaller companies can't get in and can't compete against these bigger companies. So they're willing to spend millions and millions of dollars to sometimes even write their own laws. This is something that really blew my mind, is that sometimes a private company, a private entity, will write a law and hand it to the lawmaker and say, hey, use this. Sometimes they'll work through trade organizations. Sometimes they will work with competitors and they will come together and write these laws. But they're always trying to write laws that are, I wouldn't say always, the prime driver for writing these laws is not your best interest as the public. It's the best interest of these companies. That's why they're willing to spend millions of dollars on these. So what is happening right now, I know it is, is... As these conversations come up, as this becomes a hot button issue, these companies that are investing in the technology are also at the same time investing in lawyers to write the laws to shape what the FAA is going to do, what the government agencies are going to do. And it's not always stay out of it. Company, big companies don't want the government to stay out of it. They want them to be involved. They want them to, be, to create cost to operating in their industry. Because the big companies can afford those prices, the smaller companies can't. And the less small companies can improve, I mean, and the less small companies can compete and innovate and come out with new technologies and all of these things, the less they can do that because of the regulations, the better off these big companies are, the less they have to cut their prices, the less they have to invest and compete, the less they have to worry about threats. So you better believe that is happening right now. 
And if you are concerned about that, well, you could do what a lobbyist does. Is you could reach out to your representative and talk to them about it yourself. We need to be doing that more as Americans in general, is reaching out and talking to them about the hot button topics, the things that are passionate about us, and not only just complaining to them, but praying for them, telling them that you are wanting to support them. And if they do what is right, that you'll be there and lifting them up in prayer and all these things. I mean, you should be lifting up them up in prayer anyways. But be active because these big companies are being active too. And they're not going to look out for your interests. They're looking out for their, their own. Just like you should be lobbying for what you think is in your interest. And if it helps and benefits other people too, more power to it. But as a Christian, you should be lobbying for Christian things. And that will be a blessing just you know, by definition, because what God has created is the right way. But you should be lobbying for what you want, not what for other, you know, religions want, other people want. You should be lobbying for the things that are your values as well. So that is what is going on in the flying where I'm landing aircraft, electrical, vertical takeoff and landing aircraft. I wonder how that's going to be pronounced. Evital. So while everyone's talking about self-driving cars, they're already working on flying aircraft as well. It's going to be exciting. I can't wait to see it. It's probably going to cause a lot of ugly drones flying all over around the world, but hey, that's the the place we live in. So we're going to end it there. I hope those uh, numbers come out that are going to be good. I hope they're a lot better than the ADP numbers are. We'll see what those non-farm payroll numbers are. Have a great weekend. Take a Sabbath. Rest, trusting in God to provide. Enjoy your family. Enjoy the blessings that you have. We'll talk to you next time. God bless.